pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. I've got a hot tip for you to spice up your self-marriage. Are you ready? (laughs) It's the same hot tip you've read a million times in boring magazines about how to spice up your sex life in traditional marriages. And today I'm talking about role play. So maybe this is something that you already enjoy in the bedroom or with a partner or partners uh, in the past or present. Um, And what does that look like? One of my favorite activities is to take things that are, you know, from healthy, wonderful, fun, creative relationships. And uh, be like, how does that apply to the self-marriage? Like, what are the ways in which this could be adapted to enjoy for one person's commitment with self? And I started thinking about role-playing kind of as a joke at first, but then I got really into it. (laughs) And isn't that always the way? It started off as just some silly little costume party, and then who knows? Wow, where did that come from, right? So why is this often suggested at all to couples who want to quote-unquote spice things up? Um, Well, role-playing is basically what the kids call playing, right? We all did this when we were small and um, we played something. We imagined something and became something. We became someone, something, um, and imagined all kinds of scenarios. We imagined stories. We imagined scenes. We had directors. I was just listening to um, uh, comedian Mae Martin talking about... um, playing house (laughs) as kids. I think it's called different things depending on where you came from. But um, it was so funny just talking about how there was always one that was like, okay, you're the father and you're the doctor and you're the mother and you're the baby and like just assigning roles. And there was always some weird friend who was like, can I be the dog? (laughs) And how like you would just go along with it. Some of you, maybe I'm I don't know. I don't know if everyone played this, but I'm sure you're nodding and laughing and maybe having a memory or two of these things where you just like play out these dramas, right? And so, you know, when we're kids, we just do this. And then when we're grown-ups, we need to have fancy words for them to sound like we're doing something important. <laughs> so it's like we are doing role play. Um and, you know, this is really just like a way to access different parts of ourselves to express different parts of ourselves or of imagined things, to explore emotion, to explore strengths and weaknesses, to explore movement. It's a wonderful way to engage the imagination and kind of forget for a second the sometimes fixed self-image that we can have of ourselves and also of our partners, right? It's like, oh yeah, I'm usually this person. They're usually this person. This is our dynamic. This is what we do. And when you role play, you have this opportunity to push push pause 
on all of those expectations, maybe gender roles, maybe just your habits over the past bunch of years based on what was working and try something different. Now, different doesn't always mean better. And (laughs) I'm sure some of you have had experiences of role playing that were like, well, we're never doing that again. Or that was so weird and I don't actually enjoy it. And I'm going to go back to what I enjoyed. Good for you. So great. Um, So, but you know, this is like, I want you to consider the kind of freedom and what this does on a bigger, um, in a bigger space, right? Of like you're, maybe you stumble upon something that you do want to claim. Maybe you stumble upon something that you forgot about that is a part of who you feel as like your, I don't know, a version of yourself that you really like or liked and you want room to play and room for it to grow, room to see what happens when it bounces off the walls in this room, you know, like this can be some really exciting stuff. Um, Obviously beautiful to do with other people and then with your own self-marriage, because so many of the like dates, solo dates, writing in your journal, exploring yourself, like these are done. There's a lot of this work is done alone, right? With you and you finding joy in the you and you, but it's like, well, um, have you gotten into a rut? (laughs) Um, have you been like, well, yeah, I go to the coffee shop and I write in my journal and like, that's kind of it, you know, like, are you, uh, are you exploring the different ways of play? Are you exploring the different versions of yourself that might be a release for you? That might be fun for you? That might be cathartic? Um, what does that even look like? The reason why I uh, am talking about role play as opposed to self-image, which is also part of self-marriage work, right? It's like, who am I? Who do I want to be doing the work of becoming that person, that that person that you sense you most want to be, right? That you are wanting to become that. And usually what this work involves is it does involve some inquiry and visioning, but often the work is really just removing the obstacles, naming and removing the obstacles. Like um, when an artist is like, you know, how do you, you know, is given a block of marble and said like, you know, I want you in and carves a sculpture of an elephant. And they were like, how did you do that? And they said, I just chipped away all the parts that didn't look like an elephant. You know, I see like your, your self image, your best self, whatever you want to call that is really this process of chipping away and releasing and letting go of the parts that are in the way or the parts that cloud the vision, the parts that don't reveal what you came here to reveal just by being you. All that power, all that, the things that you're dreaming of, I believe were planted in you somehow and there's a reason why you're dreaming them. There is something that wants to come to life through you as you. And I believe that through self-marriage, that commitment to loving and discovering and chipping away and letting go, creating a supportive environment, that is my most favorite way to, um, to contain and encourage this process of becoming, which is, I think what we're doing here, right? This is the world I want to see. I love seeing life like fully lived and dreams fully lived and um, feelings fully expressed, right? So 
coming back to role play. So that self-image stuff, that is one big part of this, but role play is a very specific thing that I want you to take very lightly. And um, the nice thing about role play is the word play. What it really is, is permission to experiment safely. Because, you know, you might come to a point, maybe you're new on this journey of, oh, could I become something new? Could I really just decide what my self, the self-image I want to be? Um, maybe that's a new concept and you don't really have language for it yet. With role-playing, you get to safely experiment, try things on, see how they feel. You, you know, you might try something on and then you can go, oh, that was just a role-play. I put on these cat ears and that was cool, but nope. And <laughs> you put them away and that's it. And that was, you were playing. It was fine. But there might be something like, I don't know, a cape. You put a cape on and you're doing some role-playing with a cape. And it's like, oh, oh. And something else is awakened. Something in you recognizes what is happening. When we add this cape in, there's some part of me that is really coming alive. A part of me that's feeling seen. A part of me that's like, oh, feeling just like excited, flirtatious, nervous, maybe even scared, right? And that's something that you might discover through role play, right? Just shaking it up a little bit. So clothing is one of the like easiest ways to do this. Um, if you're, you know, I'm sure if you read those whatever magazine articles, top five ways to spice, you know, some kind of costuming <laughs> might be suggested. And, you know, I want you to consider what that might look like for you. Now, um, this doesn't have to be sexual at all. And uh, it doesn't have to be like what you might even consider costuming, like cat ears or capes. It might be a different color. It might be a different fabric. It might be um, a hat. <laughs> um, it might be how you carry your body, right? I think the clothing thing um, is isn't necessarily like it doesn't have to be there but I think what it does for a lot of us is it changes how we move our body right have you ever have you ever been in a hat shop <laughs> seen people try on hats and how they stand differently the moment they put it on or anyone trying on anything frankly right they put it on and it's like oh and then their body changes and they're walking around and maybe they're being a little silly or self-conscious but there's something about an item that's touching our body that can help us activate that animation in our own, right? So if you don't have to love costumey things or fashion or any of that stuff, to use it as a tool to see what it does spark, right? Um, if you're someone who gets dressed all the time for work, even though you're working from home on Zoom, um, and you were never, you hear people joking about wearing pajamas and you're like, oh my God, what? I've never, why don't you role play as somebody who wears pajamas to work? Um, you could try that. You can see what it's like. There's a lot of different things that you can do with your imagination. Who is this you that you've been going to? If you have been going on solo dates or having a self-care day, what are your favorite things? I'm not asking you to give them up. I'm asking if you know them. And then see if there's some kind of left turn or something you'd like to try on instead. Maybe you've never been the kind of person to go out in public by yourself, like um, to a movie theater alone. Some people love that. Some people never do. What if you role played as the kind of person who does that? 
Um, what if you role played as the kind of person who leaves their phone at home? What if you role played as the kind of person who gets, you know, go from the pajama thing to like gets like really dressed up for something really mediocre, right? <laughs> like to go to the laundromat or the grocery store, right? Um, who do you want to try on? If you could just do it for a day. This is what I loved uh, when I threw Halloween parties. This is the thing that I loved the most was I got to literally make this invitation of my friends and their friends to play for a night, to dress up in something just for a night, anything that they wanted to be, anything that they wanted to feel. And what I loved most, um, aside from making the decorations, which was obviously super fun, but what I really loved the most was to be able to be in this space with these people and witness the changes in them, witness them role-playing as a jellyfish or as a, you know, I don't know, as a vampire, as a, uh, a cat robot. There were so many. Oh my God. It was like, <laughs> what do you want to feel like? One person came in this like completely, like it was like cousin it. It was just this, it was just all hair and like hay and like sparkly stuff. I can't remember. It was dark, but there was, there was nothing else. <laughs> There's no face, no eyes, no hat, nothing. And I was like, what do you access when you are a strange anonymous creature? Right? So if it helps, since tis the season, um, think about Halloween. If you were dressed up as Halloween or what did you love to dress up as, as a kid? Um, was there an item of clothing that was always included somehow in whatever it was that you wanted to dress up as? Like, were you always wearing a crown? <laughs> you might want to look at that. Um, were you always wearing some kind of cape or some kind of tail? Or did you always have some kind of weapon or protection? Um, were you scary or were you cute? Uh, were you abstract and strange and conceptual? What did you have? Were, did you dress up as your idols? Did you, when you were small, did you dress up as like, you know, a cartoon character or hero, superhero that you admired and you, what, what was it that you wanted to tap into then? So I invite you as homework to consider role-playing with yourself as yourself. You don't have to tell anyone about this. Um, it could be a decision that you just make that day of like, I am the kind of person who I am role-playing today as someone who, a version of myself who, finish that sentence. Who does what? Who feels what? Who responds like what? You know, maybe you want to role-play as someone who always is chill. It's like everything rolls off their back. Everything's like, yeah, it's good. You know, it's cool, whatever. <laughs> and just doesn't react, you know. Um, maybe you do want to play with face paint aka makeup, you want to play with style, you want to do something that you haven't done for a little while or ever. Maybe you want to go somewhere new, uh, listen to something new, be more self, role play as a selfish person, role play as a giving, generous person, role play as someone with a different kind of power than you currently um, exhibit, right? You have powers. You have the power of quiet, the power of contemplation, the power of style, the power of innovation. 
the powers that you use all the time in your own little way, but what kind of power do you not use that often? And what kind of power do you think like the people who really dig you, like your best, most supportive people or friend, like what would they love to see more of? Is there a role there? Is there something that you can play with there? And you don't even have to do this for a day, right? I mean, some role-playing sessions can be five minutes, <laughs> right? So um, I want you to take this metaphor of role-playing to spice up your relationship and use your imagination and play around with this. Play around with your identity, with who you think you are. Do it in the service of fun. Do it in the service of safe experimentation. Do it because you can and because you get to make this up. Do it um, purely to perhaps confirm that you actually really dig the person that you are now and every day. Maybe you role play and you're like, you know what? I really love the version of me that I have been for a really long time. And sometimes we need to stray a little bit to realize what we've got at home. Sometimes we need to kind of get a little distracted to be like, mm, you know what? I really like what I got going on here. I've got a good thing. This is what I love about that good thing. And then come home to yourself and tell yourself exactly what it is that you love about you, about being you. What do you love about being you? Dear listener, you are multifaceted and you are someone worth loving it all starts with you take wonderful care of yourself and thank you to allison tar of techcoven.com who makes the soft shoulder possible and brings it to you thank you so much for listening for your time for your playfulness for you being in the world pushing these boundaries, loving who you are, sharing that for chipping away at all the parts that don't look like you and that don't feel like you, releasing them, revealing yourself, giving your gifts. Thank you for being you.